and we're live. Uh, I'm not even going to bring it in like that because it's not that kind of episode. This episode, ladies and gentlemen, is a celebration. Raise a glass if you got it. Dalton, where's your glass? Kirkland Seltzer, does that count? One whole year of friendship and news hours. Whole year we've been doing this. My name's Frank, his name's Alex, and we have the great white hope, Dalton Robinette. Happy to have you here, man. Celebrate the year with you. Could I couldn't think of a better person, to be honest with you. But that being said, you weren't our first choice. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. This is what dreams are made of. How have you been, Mr. Terry Tapioca? Everything's great. Back home. I have two kids. Oof. We just bought a house, so we're moving out soon. Hey, Jesus great. Christ. Nice. Congrats. Leave some of the dream for the rest of us, man. Tell us about the house. Well, it's four bedrooms, three bathrooms. Has a very nice three, uh, nice uh, back patio. It's three-season patio. Can you tell Californians what a three-season patio is? So you go outside, but there's thick windows, but there's also a heater and a fan. So you can open Ooh. the windows in springtime. You can heat it up when it's wintertime. Is that like the, the front of the Tremainsville house? Is that kind of like what that is? Yes, but picture that like times five. It's a ginormous room. Nice, man. But That's it's awesome. also not as like 1920s and it's not all smoked out. <laughs> it's a good distinction. Nice, dude. Congratulations. How did that home buying process go? Was it an easy one right now or was it tough? You know, it wasn't too bad, but mainly it was very stressful. But the big thing was that like our realtor, we were really good friends with and also our lender. So our person that we ran through the bank with, he was a childhood friend of mine. So he really helped me out. It was really nice to like have a group chat with everybody. And we all just got it together instead of like doing emails and not knowing any of these people. Hit him with the shout out. Hit him with the shout out. Who is it? Shout out to Adri. She's a hoji. And I said hoji, but she's a ho. She's she's. She's, she's my girl. She's great. <laughs> she's a nice lady. How many houses did you go through before you got to this one? Uh, we put in offers in four houses before we got this one. And this would wow. be the fifth one. Man. And every single time we offered over at least $10,000 and someone really? would outbid us. So that was the stressful part. And there was a couple of times where we were like, we didn't even really want the house, but it was the size and everything else. Like I had to do a lot of work, but there was the size that we wanted. So we would offer and then someone offered 10,000 more than what we offered. So they're going 20,000 over um, and they were being sold in 10 minutes. Like they'd be on the market like, Oh, this is nice. Let's go look at it. And before we could even like say, Hey, we're going to go look at it. Oh, it's already sold. Damn. I've never bought a house, but like, it's gotta be a process. So just put the offer in, right? But mainly you got to go to the bank and make sure that you have been approved for a specific loan before you even get started. If you're not approved for a bank loan and you're just offering for houses, you're kind of just screwing yourself. Yeah. Uh, so once you get approved for a house, then it's just constant paperwork, constant sending things in, doing then doing appraisals, doing inspections. Yeah. Making sure that you're doing final walkthroughs, making sure you're actually spending enough money for people to actually go look at that house correctly. Like, you know, infestations, the roof leaks. If you just have someone just walk in like, oh, yeah, it looks good. Like, you know, from our eyesight, then you're kind of probably going to be screwed at the end of the day. Mm. Damn, dude. Yeah, that sounds like a process. So it was a lot. So it's like a lot of extra money you got to spend before you even get to the point of actually putting your down payment down and stuff. But in the end, it's worth it. And it's a relief after this one. This is the second house I bought. So this one wasn't as bad as the first one. The first one was like 200 pages that I had to sign. This one, I was in and out in 20 minutes. Nice. Oh, Which sick. I don't know if that's good or bad. But now I have to wait 30 days for the keys. Last time it was just like, yeah, here's the keys. The side door is locked, Jimmy's. So make sure you jiggle the lock. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to change the locks. When do you get your keys? Uh, it'll be May 8th. So the day after my dirty 30. Hey, uh-huh. turn 30, get keys to your house. Hell yeah. Damn, dude. You got it all going on, Dalton. Yes. Kind of putting us to shame. <laughs> Anyways, you just had your, your second kid. And I'm curious, how soon after you had your second kid, 
did you recognize the difference between them and your and your firstborn? Like, was it like immediate, like the difference in personality and like who they are and what they do? And well, it was kind of weird because Carson was very easy. He was just like, but also at the same time, we didn't have a second child, so it's like that's where the weird thing is. Like, you know, we were kind of like newlyweds at the time we had Carson. It seemed like uh, he was very good. He didn't cry. He wasn't colicky or anything uh parker we ended up having to switch like seven or eight formulas before we finally got to a formula that didn't make him just scream all day so parker is Damn. just he's a challenge he's a cute little baby he's a fatty but he is a challenge but he now he's finally getting into his groove he has a personality now he just smiles and yells he loves carson carson and him are it's a weird bond to just watch them it's really cool actually yeah dalton you can make some beautiful children man i thank my wife for that because unfortunately <laughs> that they, they both look just like her so Sometimes they look like me, but I was hoping I'd have one kid that looked like me, but watch, they're going to grow up and they're both going to be bald with a red beard. And I'm going to say, <laughs> I told you so. <laughs> so I guess we'll find out then. Oh man. Who do you see more of yourself in between the two? So far, Carson. So far? Yeah. He's a ball of energy. Yeah. And he's a sass ball. So he's got the most tapioca in him, you'd say? I would say so, yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny because like, Erica would be like, hey, Carson, you want to go to bed? He's like, no. It's like, she's like, Carson, no. And then he'll laugh like, ha, ha, ha. And then he'll walk away. So I don't know where he got that from. But wow. <laughs> it's incredible. But he's a sweet little kid. He's good. He just has his moments where... You know, just like any two-year-old throws his little tantrums. Al, how's your baby doing? He's good, man. I'm excited to see more of what you're just talking about, like more of his personality. Because like he's he's at like four months now. So like you're starting to see more and more. And he's like, they tell me like his memory's developing now. And he's remembering more and more things. And the brain's just like blowing up right now. So I just can't wait to like see more of that shit. But yeah, he's good, man. He, we, he just had a, uh, maybe you've dealt with this before, but like a constipation problem. Yeah. Like, yeah. So it was like four days and he hadn't taken a shit and... He was like, his stomach was rock hard. He's been like, so you have to like pretty much hold him a certain way or he'll be crying because he's just so uncomfortable. Did you do the knees to the chest? Oh yeah. We bike leg yeah. that mother. That the dude. bike legs, yeah. Yeah, we did all kinds of stuff, like warm showers or warm baths. And, did you and like, almost mother F your own kid? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I did hear that. Oh man! Already right. started. He's four <laughs> months old. Doesn't have a job. Can't fart. Oh, but yeah, we fi he finally it happened today. He took his shit after almost four days, so he feels way better now. He's very happy. Now, let me ask you a question: How many times have you been shit on already? No, oh, not like he like projectile shits on me, but like if I'm changing him, I'll like get shit on my hand sometimes. Does he pee over top of his head? He's like, ah, oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's, dude, that's dude, the, he's chill. He's pretty good. He gets. I, that's he, the worst one. Yeah, yeah. So he's you got me a couple times. You're just like talking to him, and he'll start laughing. You just see the shot over his head. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I've looked down before, and his like his face is just like wet, and he's like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, dude, my I just palm it with my hand every time. I'm like, why did I do that? <laughs> So I have a oh. diaper in my other hand, and I use my hand to palm his wiener. So yeah. I just pee. You're living on the edge it. there, yeah. Yeah, fearless. Oh, so funny. <laughs> I've had my niece pee on me once. I was holding, I had it like on my lap, and we had just come back from Padre. I forget what we were doing. We were just, and we were just like playing around, or whatever. And I, I, I remember like feeling like something was warm. So like my first thought was like, oh, I think she might have just pooped. And then it started getting warmer, and I was like, up. Oh, She's peeing on me for sure. I just look up, dude. Just giant puddle of pee. There you go. 
child's peeing on me. Damn. <laughs> See, but like with, if they're laying down, like when you're changing them, like a girl, if she pees, it'll just like pee out. With a guy, you have it could go anywhere, bro. Like it just mm-hmm. depends what direction the little little guy is sitting that day. You know what I'm saying? So I, you know, it's Russian roulette at that point. Well, <laughs> tremendous. I did want to tell you guys about that story that happened to me yesterday. That was why I brought up poop. Was. Uh, <laughs> Carson just looked at me and I was like, what happened? Are you okay? He's like, yeah. It's like, all right. And then I like looked at my phone, looked back up and both of his hands were in his pants, like in his back. (laughs) I was like, Carson, what are you doing? He goes, I pooped. I was like, then why are your hands in your pants? And he just like literally pulled, pulled out his hands. He goes, uh-oh, you. <laughs> his hands were covered in poop. He's like, why would you do that? He goes, sorry, Dad, I had itch. And I was like, no, you don't put your hands in your pants. So then I'm like trying to wipe off his poop. But he's like, hands are covered in poop. And then he just grabs my forearm and just goes across my forearm. I was like, oh, God. Oh, damn. But it was funny because he kept saying like, sorry, Dad. It's like, oh, it's okay, buddy. It's all right. I had itch. Sorry, Dad. <laughs> but yeah that, those are like the stories are like at the time i was like you gotta be kidding me but then i thought about it like an hour later like that's hilarious that's something yeah. i'm gonna tell him like, you mm-hmm. just for some reason just put your hands in your pants when you pooped well he was just trying to probably yeah. check it it's like did i shit oh yeah that's shit <laughs> I, I sh- oh yeah that's nice <laughs> isn't that wild dude isn't that wild a human being smeared shit on your forearm yesterday and you just yeah. can't you couldn't love him more <laughs> that's the thing is it's like that's literally like the first time he's ever done that yeah. maybe the second that he's actually like had like a piece of poop on his finger and he's just like ew like, yeah. and they just like look at you like hey can you wipe this off and it's like wait you just pooped <laughs> how did their sleep training go and whatnot like do they sleep through the night and everything we've had no issues either way that's nice carson like i think when we first had him he we would wake him up and feed him every two hours because he was underweight but then other than that after like six months he would sleep all the way through the night and we've had no issues carson goes to sleep we put him to bed and he's like night night and you don't he doesn't wake up till nine nice parker goes to sleep around 10 now because we have to give him his last bottle and he wakes up about seven okay i mean throughout the night and stuff like he'll cry and then we'll pat him and then he goes back to sleep if he gets too much then we'll feed him yeah but so far we i've we've actually been very lucky to be able to get night sleep yeah not everyone can say that bro it's yeah some nights walt was bad kind of earlier but now dude we started sleep training with him and like we put him in his in his room and in his crib and throw the white noise machine on real quick play a little music that dude's out like within 10 minutes at the most that sound machine is crucial yeah dude you got one of those hatches those are the best yeah i think we do actually yeah yeah yeah. the one that lights up in different colors yeah yeah i love it yeah very classy it's a very classy sound classy. machine. It's it like, is. hell yeah. <laughs> White noise is nice, though, man. Sarah has done it for, like, years, and I well, I was like, ah, whatever. I, I'm impartial to it. Like, if it helps you, sure. But, like, now, if I don't have white noise when I go to go to bed, it's like I have to be watching a TV or I can't, like, fall asleep, I feel like. I would say the last two years, the same thing. But it's almost like when you have your mind racing, it's almost like you can focus on the noise and calm down. Yeah, for and I know real. That's a, lot of, that's a big issue for me and being a dad in general. It's mm. Your mind wanders constantly from work and what am I going to do, everything else. <laughs> I do have some nights, though, dude, where I'm just like so tired. I'll just get to the couch, like downstairs, throw the TV on. It's like I don't even know what I watched. I probably I fell asleep within three seconds of laying down on that couch, <laughs> bro, just knocked. I was watching Ancient, ancient Aliens. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah. Ghost Adventures. You know, I fucks with those shows, man. Everyone makes fun of me for Ghost Adventures, but I love or those Or 3-6 Mafia music videos yeah the BET uncut videos i just throw those on loop yeah carl <laughs> anthony towns <laughs> what kind of wine are you sipping on local wine only the finest blue door winery they all t- kind of have like a olive taste to them hmm. olive yeah. in a wine that's interesting like pimento or like black olive 
it's not like on purpose. They don't. It's just the, how they do it. They're okay. I like them. I'm a big um, Malbec fan and Red Blend fan. I really like Red Blends because you never know what you're gonna get, but it's usually pretty good. It's the most housewife thing you ever said to me. You think so? I really love Red Blend. Red Blends are great, man. It's a great safe wine. You can take it to any party, and someone will drink it. <laughs> Al, have you ever gone to Costco to get the bulgogi wonton dumpling things? I've seen them there. Never got it. We've been eating the yakisobas like crazy, bro. Those are good. Those are good, but those get old quick. I agree. Those pot stickers. Okay. Salad. Are they pork? Fire. I don't know. I think it's beef. <laughs> okay. I Fire. And they don't come with sauce. You really don't need a sauce with them, but you can like make your own if you want. They're fucking delicious. That's one thing though. I've never been like huge on. Also, because I'm not a big pork guy in that form. Like I'm not. I don't like. You don't like formed pork. Formed pork. Yeah. Exactly. I like a pork chop. You Ooh, know. I'm a sucker for pork. I like pork yeah. all sorts really. But pork chop, fucking with dude. Pork if chops, I see it on the menu, I buy. I get it. That's what I get. I was at my birth, my brother's birthday dinner. Ordered a pork chop. They didn't have it. I was so I was so disappointed. I was so let down. <laughs> it's, it's, I look forward to it so much. I love pork chops. That's There's a I, place. One so sorry. I have to tell you. I have to. I don't know why we'll ever be there. I sent you the picture. It's a place called Oyster Loft in Pismo Beach, California. You did send me that. Yeah. I got a double bone-in pork chop. And it didn't make sense how good it was. <laughs> the brain doesn't compute the deliciousness. It's one of those things I'll always remember. I'll be like, wow. The first thing I did, I looked at my boss and I go, you have to try this. And I cut him a piece <laughs> and I put it on his plate. I was just like, eat that. And he, looked, he goes, wow. He goes, that's insane. I was like, right. It's insane. It's unbelievable. When it's done right, pork cooked like that is fantastic, man. Mm -hmm. I just don't. I don't like my, when my mom, when I was little, my mom used to make this thing called city chicken and it was just like this pork piece of pork, like on a, a skewer almost. So it was like a little bit thinner and then she'd like put all these seasonings and shit on it, which kind of made like a breading and just put those bitches in the oven, I think for a little bit and then maybe like sear them quick. Delicious. City chicken. But I don't like pork in like sausage form. Like when, like I'm saying when it's like inside of a pot sticker as much or whatever, or like a sausage, like a. Italian sausage, or, I don't like Or a that. dumpling or anything like that. Really? I don't prefer it. I mean, oh, I'll eat it, but I don't prefer it usually. I feel like that's where it shines, man. Yeah. Yeah. So versatile. I love <laughs> Italian sausage. You get a really good, nice, like firm, crumbly, but tender Italian sausage. Dude, I tell you what, man. What is the <sighs> biggest Italian sausage you think you could fit in you? Would you say if they had to measure it? I say, what are limits? <laughs> How long can they case it? You know? <laughs> Give me a range. I'll let you know. It's a lot. The answer's a lot. <laughs> what do you, uh, what's, what's up with the LeBron and the Lakers, man? What do you think, uh, what should they do? How do they fix that problem there? Go Cavs. You want to know how out of the loop I am of the NBA? Hmm. I just found out tonight that Kyrie Irving is a Muslim. Oh, you didn't know that? I had no idea yeah. that he was, that he was practicing I just Muslim. I had no clue. Somebody says something in a group chat, and I was like, oh, why are you saying that about Kyrie? He had a fantastic game last and night. And that's what I say. Isn't it, isn't it Ramadan right now? Is that is that what's going yeah. on? Yeah. And so, so he's fasting, fasting. <laughs> and, he, and he played, scored 30. It's incredible. I had no idea. The whole Kyrie Irving thing, I still don't get more. I get it with the whole COVID vaccine thing. I just still think it's shitty. In New York, with the whole COVID vaccine, everything else that was going on, the mandate, that he wasn't able to play at home, and now the playoffs hit. It's like, oh, by the way, now we just lifted it, so you're good. Yeah, isn't it crazy just how stupid and like arbitrary that is? Also, how COVID just kind of disappeared and now no one talks about it anymore. That's another thing. We talk about it, Dalton. 
Okay. Pepperidge Farm remembers. <laughs> <laughs> the chocolate cows remember. Dude, we I, I would be interested to go back through our last year and count how many episodes didn't have a mention of COVID in it. Seriously. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> boom. What I meant was like CNN and W2L News. When you turn on the news, like no one talks about it. Nobody talks about it. Yeah. Nobody talks about it. It's still going. But what do you think? What are the Lakers going to do? What's well, How is LeBron going to win another championship, Dalton? My thought is, well, first of all, him and AD need to stay healthy. Mm-hmm. So you think AD needs to stay for sure? That's the, that's the main point of everybody staying healthy. We... Shouldn't have gotten Russell Westbrook in the first place. Westbrook, sorry. I didn't mean to say Westbrook if I did. Sorry, Russell. But we shouldn't have got him in the first place. We should have went after DeRozan, tried to figure out how to get Kyle Lowry or some. Or Sorry, the Lakers. That's not we. I'm not a Lakers fan. <sighs> okay, but that's hindsight saying that, though. I, and I agree with you. But, like, before the season, when you heard you got Russell Westbrook, it's like, bro, fuck yeah. I, I think you, if, if you ask most Laker fans before the season, do you want Russell Westbrook or DeMar DeRozan, I bet you more people say Russ. But the thing is, is also when I texted you and we both found out, and I texted you like, "Holy shit, Russell Westbrook yeah. is going to be on the Lakers," and we we're like both like, "Holy shit, that's going to be dope." But then yeah. they got older. Pete, the entire veteran team just became like the oldest team in the league all of a sudden. Right. And then Kendrick right. Nine never played a game. Why did Russ have to suck? That doesn't make sense. To it's me. not that he's. I don't think that. I don't like his numbers look good, but it was just like when you watch games, it's like sometimes his decisions did not make any sense to what he was doing. But I didn't think he was playing horrible. I mean, he definitely had really bad games, but like when everybody else, like LeBron was off or they they were both off games and it was just Russell Westbrook, he played it fantastic. So it's like I don't know what it is, but like when they're all on the court, he's like he doesn't know what to do with his body or his hands like Ricky Bobby. <laughs> I, honestly, I think what that is though is because they had like over like I think it was like 50 different starting lineups this year like it was constantly changing all the time and to his credit like Russ definitely had a bad year but Russ played in 78 games this season yeah, he played he, in almost every not, single game, He did game, not take bro. games off. Yeah, that's what I mean. So that's it's like I'll respect him for it. Definitely. Yeah, like compared to LeBron and AD, AD missed like two thirds of the whole season. You know what I'm saying? So it's like he was barely even there. So that's a huge piece lost. Like, and then if you just keep having a rotating door, it's like I can see how that's hard to get something going as a team. Not because sure, there's no chemistry. Him. There's yeah, no chemistry because right. you don't understand the rotations. You don't understand anything. So right. then everybody's on the court. It's like, oh, well, I haven't played with you in 15 games. Where are you going to be? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's tough, man. I, but I do. Th- I think they got to move on from Russ. But if they kept him another year, I wouldn't be. I'd be like, eh. the first decision I would have done before anything was keep Alex Caruso. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah, he he got hurt this year too, though. All he does is hustle. Yeah, and that's He's what you small. need in the NBA. People that don't need to just walk up and down the court. He's full sprint the entire game. So I Austin like Reeves is similar in his own way, though. I do like Austin Reeves. Yeah. Who could they get? Indiana was an option for us. I also saw Charlotte. No, but I mean, like, who could the Lakers get? Well, they would, like, trade him to Indiana for probably... They have him for more than a year? It does. It says he has a player option worth $47.06 million for the upcoming season, one that he'll probably pick up. It's a lot of change. Yeah, so that means that the Lakers would have to trade him since he has the option. So Malcolm Brogdon, Buddy Heald, and TJ McConnell. Yeah. Which it's like... Eh, that's a good return for him, but I don't I don't know. I probably would do it. I would do it because just Russ, as much of a baller as he is, and I respect his talent and like the fact that he's averaged triple doubles, like that's insane. But like his teams have never like made it to the promised land and succeeded yeah. for real. Yeah. Like he got to the finals with Durant and Harden, but like they still they lost that time too. So to LeBron James. Yeah. You're welcome. 
<laughs> so I, I think they should move on. That's that's my opinion. I think they should keep AD, though. Give him one more chance. I know it's never going to happen, but I really hope LeBron comes back to Cleveland just to finish out his career. What a dream that would be. Uh, he said he's going to go wherever his kid is, man. I'm never going to not put it back in the book. Um, uh, you know, it's still possible. He does a lot of things that don't make sense to me, but the Lakers made sense. Yeah, it did. Unfortunately, because it's like, yeah, I still remember I was in a restaurant when I looked up and I saw it. And I just like, I'm not even hungry anymore. And I pushed my food up. I was like, can I get another Long Island? <laughs> <laughs> you don't like the Lakers like before? You're not a fan? I was, I'm, I've always been, you know, as everybody else is, I've always been a huge Kobe fan, but I am not a Lakers fan. Mm, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. I like Kobe. Yeah. I fuck with Kobe. Kobe's, I think he's the third best of all time. I love Kobe Bryant, but I've always fucked with them. Like when they had Shaq and shit too and magic, but it was fun to watch. Yeah. They were cool. I liked the Lakers too. I, or, or like, Kobe in that era. I used to hate on him, but how could you? They're they're amazing. You know who I really like? Uh, former Laker, my favorite basketball players of all time, Robert Horry. Luke Walton. <laughs> Fuck Luke Walton. <laughs> no, Robert Ory. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Robert Ory's a man, dude. Mm-hmm. Robert Ory would just sit in the wing and be like, "Yep, drain." That's all he did. Was he, he set up top? Spur? Or did he play elsewhere? He played for the Lakers. He played for the Lakers. He I think he Lakers. played for the Spurs too. I think he has like six yeah, rings. He played for the Spurs and he won a championship with Duncan. He's got a lot of rings. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Dude, that show on HBO, uh, Winning Time, is really good though. Yeah, it's really solid. solid. I watched the first couple episodes. John C. Riley's good in it, man. He's great. You know, I'm also very excited that the Batman is going to come to HBO on the 18th, and I didn't get to go to see it in theaters, and I am very excited that I. Oh. Dude, I, I haven't had time. I've been working nonstop. And I have kids at home. Do yourself a favor, and you're sick one day. You got sick time. Costco gives it to you. Use it. You're sick the next coming week. You go see that movie in a theater, bro. My wife always tells me, hey, you should call off. I have worked at Costco for now eight years, and I have called off one time in eight years. Mm. And I called off that one time because I was a marketer at that time and I had nothing planned or in the books. And they told me I had to make phone calls in the office all day. And I said, fuck that. I called off and I went to a Mud Hens game and felt guilty the entire day. <laughs> hey, good for you, man. Good for you. Honestly, that's something to be proud of. Eight years at Costco, not calling. I called off plenty of times. I mean, I didn't, do, <laughs> I didn't make it a habit, but I definitely, a handful, I would say at least half a dozen times in the four years I worked at Costco, called off. While we're talking about Costco accomplishments, my, my little brother, Joe, Joe, got employee of the month. Attaboy, Joseph. Nice. As a meat cutter in, yeah, uh, what the hell city is he in, Texas? Is it at Texaco City? Where does, <laughs> where, where does Texas Tech play? Lubbock. No, Lubbock, okay. Lubbock, yeah. Texas, Costco. Employee of the month, Joe. For he gets a parking spot. Shout out to Joe. Good job. You know, Joe, every time I think about Joe, I always think about when we try to sneak him into a bar. <laughs> And we tried to get him over the fence, and they're like, what are you doing? And we're like, no, no, he's cool. <laughs> he climbed over a fence what was the, the bar. What was the name of that bar? Chuck's on Monroe. Chuck's on Monroe. <laughs> right yep. in front of the Best Buy. It made no sense. It was where I met my wife. That's really? where you met Erica? No way. Yeah. In At Chuck's? Print. And I said, oh, who's that yes. baby girl? <laughs> how long have you guys been together now? Coming on nine years now. Damn. Married for how long? We'll be married for four this year. Okay. Congratulations. That's amazing. Who cooks the food in your family? I do. You're the cook? Well, actually, I don't know because she does. She used to make food. I made food. But the thing is, is uh, 
no, not, neither one of us have to cook now. The food's always just on the table now. Oh, yeah, right. Okay, but once you guys move, you got the crib. Damn, you have to break that mold. That sucks. Erica knows how to make chicken fajitas, which she cuts chicken mm. into cubes and then cuts okay. rice and uh, cuts the peppers. And she's like, yeah, here you go. Here's dinner. Nice. Uh, <laughs> she, makes, she makes buffalo chicken dip. She makes tacos. Mm. I make the spaghetti. I'll say, what's your signature dish? Anything on the grill. Oh, there you go. I used to, I like doing pork wrap medallions. They're so good. All right, the bacon wrap medallions with some mm-hmm. twice baked potatoes with some asparagus. Ooh, I'm Dog. a sucker for a twice baked potato. I will, Dude, if I so see good. them, I'm taking them. Yeah, if I see one, yep. I'm getting one. <laughs> and we uh, we also really like to do like especially in the summer like shrimp kebabs and beef kebabs stuff mm-hmm. like that with like the bell peppers we'll make our own i'm a big kebab guy in the summer for sure we do a lot of like chicken ones i need to do more beef get the beef out oh yeah you gotta oh dude i've been getting down making oatmeal lately i think i perfected my recipe <laughs> down with the oatmeal huh yeah fucking you said oatmeal oatmeal oh yeah. yeah from fucking skewers to oatmeal how much uh how much more can you improve on oatmeal please tell a lot okay so the way i do it and this is this is a lot of trial and error but i think i finally perfected it i go with a a cup of oats then i will uh, mix in my water so it's like it's like uh just like just about covering all the oats and then i'll throw in uh, some salt and i throw in some cinnamon stir that bitch up microwave usually like two and a half minutes but you got to watch it because sometimes it can bubble quicker and then as soon as that bitch comes out I have a serving of uh, peanut butter ready to go and a scoop of vanilla ice cream protein powder. Throw that bitch in there right as it comes out so it's super hot and th- add in some almond milk and just whip that bitch. Get all the powder in there and just it's a nice fluffy creamy texture. And then I mix in some raisins and I mix in some chia top with a banana. Jesus Christ, how much time do you have on your hands? <laughs> just, 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 can you just put hot water in oats and, and call no, it a day? No, it takes five minutes and it's amazing. You know what I thought was funny? Because as soon as he said oatmeal, the first thing I thought of was like a Quaker oats pack. That's what I'm saying. Uh, I just learned I just learned how to make the best oatmeal. You mean put water in it and a dash of cinnamon? <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, I'm talking old-fashioned like, oats, baby. Oh, you can just my goodness. You oatmeal. <laughs> Dude, it's I actually follow what I just said. It's pretty simple. It, it does sound really good though. Bang, it bro. Really and it's all I need for like the all the whole day. It's probably like a thousand calories. Is it really? Oh yeah, because oatmeal is a lot. You got peanut butter in that bitch, protein powder. You know, I should try something like that because I eat lunch, dude, and pff, it's game over every day. I'll have lunch, even if it's not a lot, even if it's just like half a sandwich and a salad. Mm-hmm. Two thirty, three o'clock, I'm like oh. <laughs> yeah right every day every day sounds better than eating a slice of costco pizza four days a week in five minutes because you have no time mm. for a lunch yeah but at least on your at costco you're on your feet yeah you know you're not sitting i'm sitting here at a desk i'm just like trying to get through like a, a 99 page uh rfp and i'm trying to do a response to it i'm like typing and reading and i'm just bro fuck. 10 a.m bowl of oatmeal as I described or close to it, you're gonna have a great day, brother. I promise you. A little coffee. Do you not eat after like the afternoon? Do you you have yeah. that for breakfast and then you're you're good? And then sometimes I won't eat until like tonight. I didn't eat until like nine, ten, and I was totally good. Interesting. Yeah, just I, water you know throughout I've, the day. I've tried I've tried to do so okay, here's the thing. I I talked about this earlier, but I got a, a stomach bug in when I was in Mexico. Mm-hmm. And for I don't know, maybe three or four days afterwards. No, I'm probably closer to like 10 days afterwards. I didn't have an appetite. I just like, I would eat, I would see food. I would eat some, but like, as soon as I hit that initial, like I'm full stage, 
And I would normally just like push past this. I'm like, this is delicious. I'm going to continue to eat tons more of this. <laughs> just kind of push. It's the wall. It's like a runner's wall. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, 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 no. That's your first mile, son. You have a long ways to go here. <laughs> and, then, and then, but when I would hit that wall, as soon as I would hit it, I would stop eating. Oh yeah, and I felt amazing. Mm-hmm. And now that that like in, that like bodily incentive isn't there from that that stupid stomach bug, I'm just like yeah, whatever. I'll eat whatever I want whenever right. I want. And right. I and I, I but but I, I think the the main part is I'm saying that is like one, I wasn't drinking a ton of coffee in the morning, mm. and two, I usually wasn't eating until like ten thirty eleven. So yeah. I didn't eat in the morning. I would just drink water or whatever, and I would just get my day started. And honestly, dude. I think that's the way to go. I agree. But then I revert back and then I'd like, I wake up and I'm like tired and I'm like, oh, coffee, need it. Yeah, right, right. But yeah, I've either been doing oatmeal or I'll do like eggs, like eggs in a, on a bagel or eggs and toast or some shit like that. Eggs, eggs, eggs work. Been eating a lot of beans lately too. You were talking to me about refried beans the other day. You know how I judge a Mexican food place by their authenticity? Uh Uh-huh. Their beans. Go right to the bean. No rice. You don't. You're not even concerned. Fuck the rice. It's <laughs> rice is easy. Fluff it up. Put a little nor in some seasoning. You're fine. Rice yeah. is easy. Beans. If they taste like so, like my grandma before she passed, God rest her soul, she made the fucking best beans. She was known for it. This is your dad's mom. My dad's mom, and she mm. always had a pot on. Always. Anytime we were over there, there's a pot on beans. I shit you not, dude. Really? It was just a staple. Yeah. It was. As, it was. Yeah. As, I swear to you, it was just as common as having like a pack of tortillas. Wow. That's it was amazing. that common. The beans were always going mm. and she killed it. And anytime a, a restaurant can, can replicate that taste in my book, they've won because that is the, that's like one of the staples, but it's, it's easy to fuck up and it's hard to perfect. And if you can do it right, boom. Can you replicate it yourself? No, I couldn't. I couldn't, no. dude. No, I don't make beans like that. It's a process, man, because you got to soak them and boil them and drain them and mash them and fry them and you know, all that. Mm. And it's kind of a process, but uh, I should learn how. Yeah, you should. Cream corn or regular corn? <laughs> you know, corn is very is very important to the rice. You said the corn is important to the rice? Can you? Yeah, Mexican <laughs> food, man. <laughs> like, if you're going to have a good rice at a Mexican restaurant, you would expect it not to just be plain-ass rice. They got the little pieces of corn and shit in it, and it's so good. Like San Marcos. You know, little I pieces like of corn. That's, that's rice, your benchmark? The vegetables and the rice? <laughs> Listen, I'll be honest with you. I don't eat beans at any Mexican restaurant. Really? really? Oh, just remember, we live. In, I live in Toledo. You do live in Toledo. It's on your. So I stay away from canned refried beans. Hey, you know what I was? I was talking about uh, this the other day. So when I first went to Ohio, it was two thousand nine, summer two thousand nine, and you really couldn't get like anything that wasn't local to Ohio at that time. It's not that long ago. I remember in two thousand ten, the place that I was going to college at in Delaware, Ohio, they got their first. Chipotle and it was like the biggest deal ever. <laughs> like the biggest deal ever. They had a Chipotle. It was like it's like they won the lottery. It was incredible. I remember when that happened in Toledo. Yeah. It really? was fantastic. Yeah. Same way. Same way. Everyone was like, oh shit. Yeah. And then five guys came. I feel like the food mm-hmm. scene, especially in a place like Toledo or like places in Ohio, has just gotten exponentially better in the past like 10 years. Oh yeah. For Where the sure. option the options aren't just like your regular old this, that, and the other. There's actual like different cuisines and people. Can you like, for example, can you get good Thai food in Toledo? Chris Kyle could give you a place. I bet you. Do you not eat Thai food, Dalton? No. Well, oh, the problem is what? Just, hold on a second. What? Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. What? Here's, when was the last Here's, time you just ordered Thai food for the fuck of it? I have to know. 
I don't know if I ever have. Oh my god, dude. <laughs> what? Do it tomorrow, oh, Dalton. Yes. Go get pad thai tomorrow. Do it. Just do it. What, where, I, I guess I'll have to text Callie because I asked him because I have no text idea. Text Callie, ask go. him where the best pad thai is in Toledo and then order yes. immediately. Yes. I Such can't believe you never had this. And use the lime on it. Squeeze the lime juice on top. Do you of know that what much. I had for dinner tonight? Please Hamburger sorry. helper. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just bought a house. I'm poor. And Hamburger helper is great in a pinch. Uh, it's yeah. very easy to make and it's delicious and it's filling. But I'm telling you, I, I would never steer you wrong. Go get Thai food. As soon as you possibly can, go get Thai food. Okay, I will. And Thai places usually have crab rangoons, so you can also hit a couple of those too. We do have this hibachi to go place. We go a lot Ooh. for sushi and everything else. And that's called the Yama Japan. It's right across the street from Costco now. Okay. And we go there all the time, but it takes 15 minutes to cook. They have like all the hibachi steak, hibachi shrimp, scallops. So you just get a plate of like the hibachi and the fried rice and all that? They put it in like a to-go container, but oh. they like overload it with meat. There's like what 72 sushi idea. rolls. But we do sushi all the time now. Nice. So uh, we're we're about sushi. That's that's where we go a lot. Sushi's good. Hey, you can get some solid sushi in Toledo. I was surprised. You can yeah. get some solid sushi. Dude, there's this place that we found, me, Pat, Alicia, and Sarah went. It's called Tokyo Steakhouse and Sushi. It's over on like Alexis, like right by Pat's house. Yep. No, I know exactly what you're talking about. Would never expect there to be a bomb-ass sushi place over there, but it's crazy, bro. Definitely hit it up. You guys still have the QQ kitchen? Yep, but they have the weirdest hours. Oh, really? I'm telling you, they're always, whenever you are craving it, it's like Chick-fil-A. It always ends up being Sunday, but it's Wednesday and they're closed. <laughs> so There's a couple weird. places here that are like that. Honestly, you know what the one thing I miss more than anything? And I don't miss a lot about Toledo. Gino's Pizza, dude. Gino's yeah. Pizza figured it out, dude. They have the recipe. Yes. You have to go to Gino's is the best. I think I, I put it like top, at least top five pizzas I've ever had in my life. It may be top three, dude. They're dude. so good. So the way good. they do the sauce and the way they like have the cheese and then it like caramelizes at the crust it's they've yeah you're they've cracked the code yeah i just love how the crust it's like not a normal pizza crust it's like burnt edge crust mm. but it's not so burnt but it's like oh, crunchy. it's got the cheese like, on it and it's sweet it's like, and what garlicky dude it really is i miss it i really really do i feel like if people if people knew about that kind of pizza like the way they make it it would just it would be an explosion it's mm. so good i wouldn't want dave to come here because if dave came here he'd be like three it's fucking bullshit. Why'd you ask me to come to Toledo? He came to San Diego and they told him to go to this place called Felipe's, which is an institution in San Diego, but their pizza sucks. It's like one of those things like everyone knows about, but you're like, why do people know about this? It's not the greatest. Mm. Do, you, do you have a place? like I don't know. You might have a place like that in Toledo. Oh yeah. It's called Rudy's. Um, shut hey, fucking <laughs> you shut the fuck up. <laughs> How dare you? You do not say anything bad about Rudy's. <laughs> I will. Dude, Rudy's, the diarrhea factory. You take your brown nipples and go to hell. It's, it's so good, good diarrhea. Though, That's what Felipe's is. So imagine, imagine somebody rates hot dogs and they go to they go to Rudy's in Toledo and they're like, yeah, thanks for the boiled hot dog and mincemeat chili. All I'm saying is it's like a classic 1940s, 50s restaurant. That's what you would expect. It's still a good price. Uh, milkshakes are banging there, bro. Their milkshakes are so good. I know people love it, but it's my favorite place to talk shit about. And you know what? <laughs> hey, you know what's really like that for real? For real, that's like that is Tony Paco's. I like no because Tony Paco's has Tony Paco's food, is full bro. hype. They Dude, do. You ever had their chicken paprikash at Tony Paco's? Like anything other than just Would like you call me? I said they have more than just a hot dog. That's the <laughs> yeah. thing. 
Dude, their stuffed cabbage rolls are really good, and their chicken paprikash. What's a paprikash? Chicken paprikash is like a it's it's a spetzel, a spetzel. Is that all you call that? A spetzel noodle? You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Why are you talking to me like that? Like yeah, a fucking German dude? I don't sense. know. Spetzel. <laughs> <laughs> It's a spetzel. Looks like but, you're doing a Rubik's cube. <laughs> which is, it's like a nice doughy kind of noodle. And then you cook it with like, it's a chicken that's like, has a bunch of spices, but like paprika and like some other like Polish e shit on it. And you just, yeah, cook it together and toss it. And it's like a nice mm. kind of spice kind of to it. That's not like a hot spice, but it's a good dish. We don't get a lot of that food here, like Hungarian, Polish, like that. Yeah, that's true. You probably don't out there. Nah. I'm sure there's places, but I would have to seek it out. And I really don't. As You know what I do miss uh, every now and then? But not really. But I do. Pierogies, for sure. Uh, Pierogies, you don't get a lot oh, of those yes. out here. Yes. Those things are special. Yes, for sure they are, man. See, that's... Okay, so I would say in Toledo, you have a fuck ton of, like, Eastern European, that mm-hmm. kind of food. But you don't have like the kind of like Thai and Asian food that like you guys would have out out west. Are you recording this off of your uh, Call of Duty headset? You know what? Don't judge me. I'm not judging you. I'm just asking. I'm just trying to clarify. I got a new one so I can actually hear. So when I talk to you guys, you can actually hear me. You know what? I should try that one time using... I I got a new headset. Uh, Chris actually got me a headset for my birthday. And... It fits over my ears like a dream. It's so comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> it's incredible. Maybe man. it won't look as goofy as the headset you have on right now. It does look goofy, right? I got the mushroom whatever for no reason. You know, yeah. I kind of like it though. It looks It looks dumb. It's my look. It's been for a year. <laughs> Dude, I can't believe we've done a year. We've done 88 of these motherfuckers in a year. It's wild. 88, man. That's crazy. Pretty so good. what do you think, Al? What do you, what's your takeaway from from the from a year? Man, I, dude, I don't know. I feel like we've gotten a lot better at it over the course of a year, for sure. I would agree with that. <laughs> I would agree with that, for sure. It's gotten a little more polished. Yeah, for sure. But no, I, I think it's been good, man. I would love to get back to doing more of like the book review and some of the other shit that we had done towards the beginning of it. I yeah, like it's that. tough, man. It's it tough is. when you do uh, when you do something like this and you and you try and uh, you know you trying to make it happen, but also it's like a secondary thing to your life too. So it's yeah. You know, it's it's a it's kind of ancillary, and and you can just kind of get wrapped up in the in the monotony of it. But but I agree, man. I think there's so many avenues we could take this, and you know, this guy's only been on. Was this your second time, Dalton? Yeah. Yeah, you're tre- you're tremendous. You're a tremendous conversation. I love I love talking with you, and I don't know why that couldn't be. Uh, true for other people too. I, I guess I'll have to ask them. That's some of our best episodes. I was like, we call it the Friendship News Hour because obviously me and you are friends. But like the fact that like to bring other people throughout the year onto the show. That's been my favorite thing is to like have Dalton, have Mr. Rager, Patrick, my wife, Sarah, like so many different people come on mm-hmm. the Duncans. Like you just get so many different perspectives. Like, cause like obviously we have our perspective on shit, but like the idea is to talk news with your friends. So it's like, it doesn't need to just be what we're talking about all the time, but like to hear other opinions come into it, like opens conversation to whole new levels that like, I don't know, like we have great dialogue, but when you add a whole nother layer to it, it just, Another layer to the onion. I hope we get to do it more and more. Friends that are listening, come on, hit us up. Like we would, we would love to have you all here. It is a good time. It is a good yeah. time to talk with the folks. I agree with you, and it's cool to be in the know too. You know, like I don't know how much like we open the hood of how we you know prepare for this or stuff, but you know we have to we have to find stories and things to talk about and scour news sites and read mm-hmm. read newspapers and magazines. And subscribe to things and scroll through a whole bunch of stuff just to pick out things that we think are interesting. So it's cool to, it's cool to like have to know things. I enjoy that quite a bit. And it, and it makes, I don't know, for me at least, it just makes me a little more confident in how I'm going about 
you know, my business knowing that I know this, that, and the other. You're a little bit more red. It's, but yeah, and, and it's cool. It's cool to like, cause, cause I don't know that I would be that way without this. Cause I, I feel like, you know, there's like some obligation to like, at least have a, a weak grasp at the worst on what you're, and what you're talking about, what you're presenting. Even if you think it's interesting, you want people to know what's going on and what's happening and you're presenting it. And it's just, it's nice to be in, uh, yeah, in the know. Yeah. Yeah, but it's also fun to do things like this because you can just pour glasses of wine and fuck around. And- the other thing I appreciate is our half an hour shirtless stretch that we do together, the dance routine that we have pre, pre-game for every episode. That's probably my favorite part. I, I don't think you could... Hell yeah. If there's any success to be had in this last year, I think you couldn't attribute it more to that process. <laughs> I feel like I had a lot to do with that. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. And and it affects every other part of your life. You're limber. You're not afraid to throw your shirt off and just stretch because it's yeah. healthy. Do it with your brothers. It's true. Reveal secrets. <laughs> it's a tremendous time. But yeah, man, I mean, I, I'd say it's been a pretty successful year. It's also cool. You know, I think there's like a concept that is explored. I think, Al, I think you're very familiar with it. And I think a lot of people who come on become uh, at least like exposed to this idea of like working something out in real time and in public. Yeah. Right. You have like, you have music, right? Like you make music, you've gotten that down to an art form and you do it very well and professionally. And so, and and then you put it out and you, you, you expose it to everybody and you say, Hey, what do you think of, what do you think of me? What do you think of what I've done? Right. And, and and then, but, but to do that in this form and to do it in real time and you really kind of grow as a, as a person, you gain a lot of confidence and you, you expose yourself and then you allow for like what may come. And I, and I think there's something to be said about that because there's a lot of people that do that out there. And it's, it's a, it's, I, I think, you know, not to pat ourselves on the back or anything, but I also, I think there's a, an aspect of bravery to that, you know, being able to speak your, your mind and, and talk through things and explore things, and, but do it in real time and live and, and, and things like, I don't know, man, it's, it's a, it's, it's an unexplored aspect. And I think until you get there, it's hard to appreciate. It is. Yeah. You tell me stories all the time that I've heard nothing about. So I'm like, listening to what you're saying, also trying to form an opinion and then like talk it through with you and like, yeah, yeah. you know, like bounce shit off of you. I love that. And there's, you know, it's the first time you're hearing things. And so you're, you know, you begin to formulate a thought about it and, and it, and it happens here and it's recorded. And then, you know, maybe a couple of weeks down the line, something similar comes up and you have a different, uh, different view of it because you've thought it through a little yeah, bit. You've, right. you've worked it out. You've kind of wrung the fucking, the rag a little bit and you, you've gotten a little bit deeper into it. Yeah. Sorry, Dalton. <laughs> sorry, Dalton. Yeah. We're over here sucking each other off real quick. No, I, I love that. I thought when you guys were talking about children. <laughs> tell me more of your baby stories. When you found out not only your first, but your second, both of them were boys and you too, Al, what was the feeling inside? Was it like elation? You want to go take this first area? Or? The first one, I said, thank God, because I always wanted a son. <laughs> thank, thank God. Because then I was like, you know, if we have a second one, you know, it could be a boy or a girl. And like, I'll be happy either way. But I mean, I would be happy even if the baby is healthy. But I wanted a son so bad. Like, I've always wanted a son. And then it's like, so when Carson was born, I was like, hell yeah, I got a boy. And then the wiener, as soon as I saw the wiener, I said, okay, thank God. The doctor didn't make a mistake. We're good. <laughs> but then when we found out we we're having the second kid, I actually really wanted a girl. Oh, really? yeah. Because I actually really wanted one of each. Um, but then when we found out we we're having a boy again, I immediately just rose my hands up like, I can only make boys, baby. <laughs> So let's, let's have another one. And she stared at me like I was crazy. Like, we are not having another child. No? Two is the limit? Uh, uh, I think so, unless something crazy happens. Yeah, hey, you never know. But, dude, yeah, I just, I wanted a boy. I would have been happy either way, but I wanted a boy for sure. 
And I, I can't just, I remember like the, I don't know why, but like the relief that like swept over me when I thought uh, it was, yeah. I was like so pumped, like, fuck yeah, I did it. And like, yeah, like you're saying now, if I had another one, Sarah would really want a girl. So I, I this time I'd be pulling for a girl. I'd be pumped if it was another boy too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like that would be it's cool. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, it's like, once you what like, it's like, I was so relieved, but I was so happy I got a boy because it's all what I've always wanted. But even if it was a girl, I still would have been super happy. It's just that selfish part of you that wants a little you. You know, I've always wanted to like coach football and coach baseball. Right. And like watch my kid grow up and do sports and like spend a lot of time. I mean, it's not saying I can't do that with a girl also. I mean, when I grew up, my dad was always there to do sports with me. And that's how I wanted to also do that with my son. I also feel like the sports, the sports I know well, well, I'm learning and that's changing like with, with tennis and some of the other shit I'm learning, but like football and stuff like that. It's like, I couldn't have taught that to a, a girl. You know, yeah. Now, tennis is supposed to be played in the morning and in the afternoon. It is not an evening sport. So get it together. <laughs> it's very much an evening sport. Let me tell you about how hard it is to get a court reservation at my tennis club. I, know, I, told, I told Frank, I was, like, <laughs> I was like, who does Al think he is playing tennis at 9 o'clock at night? It is a morning dude, sport. <laughs> man, I don't know. I mean, it is a morning sport for some people, old people especially. But, dude, we it's packed as fuck every single night, man. It's, uh, oh, yeah, it's a good time. It's a great workout, bro. I love tennis. So glad I found it. I just can't wait to get back on the golf course. Yeah, for sure. It's about that time. We're coming out of hibernation. Man. The see, to play I, think that's, round, I think that's what I would miss the most if I ever left San Diego. It's like yeah. not, golf does not exist in San Diego. Like it exists in San Diego and anywhere else in the country. Mm-hmm. Not that only that it's year round, but just like the number of courses and the, and the way they're set up. Dude. I don't know, man. It'd be tough to give up. It'd be yeah. very tough to give up. Mm-hmm. And the conditions, because like it's usually pretty nice there. Like it might be hot, but like it's almost always, man. Barely ever rains. Yeah. Here, even in our season, in our like five month window that we're able to play, like half the time it's rainy and wet and muddy, and it's just like you're you just gotta find the perfect day. And when you do find the perfect day, it's 110 <laughs> yeah, degrees dude. out. You've sweated your ass off and changed your shirt three times. Yes, right. yes. That's why I'm glad I found tennis because within the Midwest, it's a sport that exists year round for me. I wish I would have found tennis myself because it's probably cheaper than playing golf. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. That's another thing. Yeah. But I, dude, I spent some money playing tennis. I mean, Sarah can tell you that much. I do all. I do like. I have like a membership where it's like my gym membership, tennis membership. But then like, there's also like classes you can do. Like the shit I was doing tonight. It's like a class you pay for it. Do I do a lot of that shit too? So it can be expensive if you if you're about about it. What do you do for recreation, Dalton? I work. I work. I work and I walk very fast. Where do you? Where's your department at Costco? I miss talking about Costco. Uh, membership and marketing in the front end. So I'm in charge of the entire front of the building, basically. So you're no more deli, no more bakery, no more any of that. For right now, no. Uh, I uh, worked. I worked enough in there that they told me I do not have to do that. So now they basically tell me that I'm the the morale police. <laughs> you know, as I believe that. Me, I'm a very extremely positive person. And I always walk by people and just like, hey, don't forget who you are. Success can't beat you. You can only beat success. And they're all like, what the hell are you talking about? It's like, yeah, you'll think, <laughs> you'll think about it later. And then they do. And they're like, hey, I didn't forget who I was. It's like, yeah, that's right. I have a main t- I have a name tag on. I said, yeah, well, make sure you're looking at it. Just don't forget who you are. Okay. Remember to smile. You know what? You I know what? That. Every time, every time I, I leave somebody, if I don't say it out loud, I think it every single time dalton don't forget who you are stay natural don't forget who you are be true to yourself that might have to be a friendship news hour merch item do we have your permission terry yes but my question is is can we also put a little tapioca pudding cup underneath it for sure absolutely just give me the design 
Yeah, we'll design that'd be hilarious. It should. It should say the quote and then like like as the period said the quote, it should be tapioca. A pudding cup. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just the put the, the period should be a pudding cup. I'm down it. Pudding. I'm down. Some pudding. All proceeds that we make from it will go to us buying pudding. We can promise you that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that about that'll be about all the proceeds that we can afford is the pudding. But that's why we're going to do it. <laughs> yeah. For all the people out there, we don't make anything off the merch. It is all just to pay for the infrastructure to sell the merch to people so we can get the name out there. So it's fuck with your boys. It's pretty much correct. Yeah. There's no profit in this at all. When I wore the Friendship News Hour sweatshirt to work, I had probably 65 questions. Like, what's that for? It's like, oh, it's a podcast. Did you really? Yeah. So I, told, I called them. I was like, hey, you should look it up. It's actually very good. And I know that <sighs> even when I was in Indiana, there was a lot of people that always asked about it. Like, what stickers. are we listening to? We need stickers, Alan. We do need stickers. Yes. That's what we need. Stickers. Yes. Any friends so that simple. know sticker makers, let us know. How do you do that? Like, is it just a web service that we just pay for a sticker maker? and Buy some stickers with the QR code that has links to the... Yeah. You know what you should do is look Too it up soon. on Costco.com. Probably you guys it. sell stickers? Probably. I know we sell In business the photo cards. Department? Yeah. Hmm. Man, Probably. We take passport pictures and shit too. No, we don't have photo departments anymore. We don't do passports. Really? When did that they end? Got rid of, they got rid of photo departments, uh, I think, two years ago on Valentine's Day now. We don't do any Damn. photo departments in any building. Wow. So no passports, no one-hour photo lab. You have to order all pictures online. That seems like a really profitable wing of that bu- of that business to me kind of disappointed a lot of us because a lot of people that even work there and like even when it went out like people bought their like you know christmas calendars for their families and stuff there that was one thing i didn't understand but costco always has a reason to why they do things so i don't question yeah. it yeah well i mean it used to be necessary right a whole photo department you used, yeah. you used to have to need that that's where i got that calendar that's right behind me yeah. i haven't changed since december of 2021 say so the, the calendar of nipples yeah it's a great it's the calendar. calendar. <laughs> I could probably fill the entire calendar with what's in my photo album right now. Oh, here's a great story. You guys are going to love this. You guys are literally going to love it. So on Saturday, I'd actually, no, I'm, uh, yeah, no, I'll tell it. Whatever. Just don't keep it in there. But <laughs> so on Saturday, so Saturday, this member was like, hey, I just bought some king size pillows and they're $19.99. Well, the sign said $19.99. They rang up as $26. Like, why is that? I said, oh, no, let me go check the sign. So, like, whenever you go check the sign, I always just take a picture of it with my phone. Like, no big deal. So, I walked back, and my whole gallery for my pictures were up. So, Frank, remember on your birthday when I sent you a picture of my nipple? Mm-hmm. That was literally the that was literally the picture right next to the sign. And the oh, member no. looked down at my phone like this. Like, oh, no. <sighs> she looked old, directly at nip. my nipple. And I just, like, pressed the picture. I was like, oh, God, my face was beat red. Like, yeah, she definitely saw my nipple. <laughs> Dude, and I that's just, amazing. like, played it off like it was no big deal. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, Have you guys goodness. ever, like, gone to, like, a phone store or anything like that? Or, like, been in a public setting where you had your phone out, though, and, like, ever had like porn or anything like that like pulled up like oh shit sorry does that ever happened to you Nah, not not like that it might be like an embarrassing like video yeah yeah or something like that something like that yeah well because like you fuckers you guys tag me in all kinds of crazy shit (laughs) it's like sometimes like i'll just be in a place just looking like oh my god just like close the phone like stop it stop it dude what are you sending me right now Oh my God! The internet's a wild place, man. It's such a it's it's such a crapshoot. You never know. You could just see it's a such picture. Such a creative atmosphere. It could be a create. It'd be like a the first frame is like three dudes, just like three dudes like us talking. That's the frame, and then immediately something that's just like not only not safe for work, but like not safe for anybody. 
Yeah, just totally disgusting. Like people that write songs about people's nipples. Chris was, well, yeah. Who the hell would do that? <laughs> we say that because I recently had a little bit of time on my hands and uh, wrote our good friend, Chris Blacktit, a song about how black his nipples are because they are disturbingly black and it needed, the world needed to hear about it. So it's interesting how dark his nipples are. They're quite dark. It is a phenomenon. You guys ever have to pee so bad that like you think like your like entire abdomen is going to explode? Me in Cleveland when I was with you in Cleveland and what, three years ago, four years ago? It was way longer than that. It was, well, maybe not. It was 2000. I want to say it was 17. Hannah and Duncan's wedding. It was after that. It was after that. I think. Yeah. Yeah. That was an embarrassing day for me. Have you guys been closer to pissing yourself in your lifetime or shitting yourself in your lifetime? Oh, pissing myself shitting. for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Two totally answers, different answers, and I want to hear the reasons for both. The floor so. is yours. Extremely quick. <laughs> Go ahead, Terry, tell us. Why do I got it? Okay, well, basically, it's like, you know, when you're like, oh, I can hold it. Like, because, you know, you're at a public rest, like, or you're at, like, the mall or something. Like, for example, yeah. you're like, oh, I can hold it until I get home. And then, like, as soon as you get in the car and you start driving, all of a sudden, you get, like, those crazy-ass <laughs> yes. poop cramps that come up your head. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, you, you start to hurt really bad, and you're like, yeah. oh, jeez, oh, jeez. You're and then sweating, it goes away. bro. You're just yeah. sweating. <laughs> That's what I would say, it, dude. And then it goes away, and you're like, oh, I'm okay. And then all of a sudden, it just, like... It's like very dogging hard and you're crowning and it's like, oh God, here we go. And then you're like, oh, well, I'll just, you know, seep out a small little fart. And then it turns out like you have to pee out of your butt. And then, you know, then you end up shatting. So you've shit yourself in a car before. Is that what you're admitting? Oh yeah. Well, I mean, who hasn't? That's happened before. <laughs> I, I know the phenomenon that you're describing. I just, I've never, I've, I've always been able to control that. Really? I've always known how, no matter how hard it gets, I'm, I'm going to get to where I need to go before it gets like to to like critical mass, you know, <laughs> but there's been times, the most recent example, I was at a, I was on a, a party bus. I got on the party bus having to pee. And then like 45 minutes later, we get to our destination to the point where like, when I'm like, I'm walking and it like hurts to walk. I have a limp mm. in my walk. Picture me hunched over limping, like with the same motion, like trying to move as fast, but I can't because there's like just a giant pain in my fucking bladder. And I go to the first place that it's not like, I'm not going to get arrested to pee in. And then I pee like that's, that to me has happened more and, and that hurts and is way more uncomfortable to me. It's also like the best feeling in the world. It's like what a relief. Yeah. But it's, yeah, it, it, right. Yeah. It's, it's, it's incredible. I, I'm talking about it right now, and I like I like working myself up to have to. Go to <laughs> it was a bad night, man. It's something that will ruin your night. It is, it it sure is. will. Well, Dalton, I love you, and I appreciate you being here. Thanks for uh, helping us celebrate our our one year anniversary. We got to get you on for more because you're the man, and I love you. You know, as soon as I get into my house, I'll have my own office. So, ooh. We'll be able to have a very good time. We'll have to get you set up with uh, some solid equipment, some non-Call of Duty headgear. A little Friendship News Hour banner. You, you can wear the boxers. Dude, have you seen those yet? Yeah, I saw them and I really wanted them. But yeah. I gotta get a dad hat first. Yeah, those are cool too, man. I do really like them. Get two of yeah. them because you're got two. I also want to. We can we also like get a picture of Doofy in here somewhere. <laughs> you want a picture of Doofy? Gail Swallows. <laughs> It's still my favorite part of that whole movie. And sometimes, and for some reason, it popped back in my head the other day. That's why I sent you that video. Hey, Cam. Gail Swallows. <laughs> <laughs> 
Dude, those first three movies are they don't fucking make them like they used classic to. movies. Dude, they're so good. They're yeah. so good. Scary Movie Two is probably like, oh my god, the, like the epitome of my of my growing up. That opening scene where he's shitting with the flies and all that shit, bro, is ah, dude, I laughed so hard when I saw that for the first time. I just all oh, those enchiladas. <laughs> no, it's, it's my my favorite part of that whole thing was when the girl she goes, "You guys suck," and just starts pissing all over the floor. <laughs> It's like it makes no sense, but it's so funny. It's That's just the like, one with she's stronghand like, dude too, right? Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. Oh. You just gotta put God. it right on there. <laughs> my germs. <laughs> oh my God. Are you a coffee drinker, Dalton? Uh yes and no. I do like the uh, the I love iced coffee. I don't like hot coffee. I do drink hot coffee, but I prefer iced coffee. How do you feel about like veterans and first responders and the charities that support them? Is that a serious question? Oh yeah. Well, we should always support them no matter what. They're the people that keep our city safe and our world safe. Well, so what if I told you you could do that and support the, all those amazing people and also be able to drink coffee at the same time? Would you be down for that? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like this is a trick question. No, I'm just trying to tell you because our sponsor, Gun Barrel Coffee, donates oh, $1. Trick question. Ooh, yes. He was totally <laughs> leading. He was leading you the whole time, dude. Yeah, I was you're, like, okay, you're yeah, a sucker. Got you're a fool. <laughs> You're simpleton. Don't do it again. Is it the way you're a question? Okay, yeah, now I know what you're talking about. I got okay. it. Okay. Well, that's what, that's what I was trying to tell you, is that our sponsor, Gun Barrel Coffee, is proud to donate $1 from every item purchased to veterans and first responder charities, these amazing people that we were just talking about all across our country. They do this by offering 14 different blends and roasts, which you can get in whole bean, ground, or single-serve pods. And right now, as a friend of our ship, you can use the promo code FNH10 and you'll save 10% at checkout when you buy their products at gunbarrelcoffee.com. That's promo code FNH10. Gunbarrel Coffee, damn good coffee, damn good cause. As we always say, ha, hit the links in our bio. We got merch now. Check it out. You can hear our shop. We got the boxers and dad hats we were talking about. Um, if someone hits us up for thong underwear, maybe we could see what's up. No one's done it yet, so hasn't been made. Then they don't have candy underwear, which was the first thing I looked for. But um, recommended, by the way, recommended. Do it. <laughs> but you get t-shirts, long sleeves, hoodies, all kinds of things. If you see something that you want that we don't have, we can make it. So let us know at the email and or social that Frank is about to give you guys. You've heard it a hundred times over. I'm not going to give it to you. But if you, <laughs> if you listen to this uh, show this far, then you should probably go rate us. And uh, yes. Give us a give us a like. Uh, give us some recommendations on what you think you'd like to hear. Some more Dalton Robinette is in the works. I really enjoy being on here and talking with you guys. I miss you guys very much. I miss, you, miss too. you too, man. It's fun to it's it's fun to chew the fat, shoot the shit. If you guys are interested in some tapioca pudding merch, Friendship News Hour will be sponsoring it. I was gonna say we have a whole shop, bro, and you give us designs, we'll just print your shirts for you. If you got a Terry Tapioca clothing line, it could be a whole separate section if you'd like. Don't forget who you are. Stay natural. Yes. That's gotta be a shirt. I'll make that I like to say don't forget who you are and then put be true to yourself underneath it. Whatever you want, man. You let us know. We'll workshop this and get back to you. Yeah, we'll see. But look for it. Maybe (laughs) we'll put on underwear too. All right, we love you, Dalton. Love you guys. Thanks for coming on, man. You know, it was an honor. Hopefully, I didn't embarrass my family. Time can only tell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're fucked up. And the email to write us and tell us all the things you think about us is bummerdo.media at gmail.com. You can find the socials just by fucking typing our name and you'll figure it out. Bye bye.